louder. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stronger Than Before, a Power Rangers Zio podcast. This is the pod boss, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is the great one himself, Mr. Cameron Lee. How's it going, TJ? Pretty good. Nice to have you back, buddy. Good to be here, man. So, this is the first episode that we've done with uh, just the dynamic duo in, like, what, two episodes? Because we had Ryan and John on, but yep. yeah. Yep. Yes. But format. <laughs> we are back here. What have we done since those other episodes, Cam? Uh, so I've had a busy few weeks. Um, ended up going out for a wedding over in Gettysburg for my buddy uh, Squall and his lovely wife, Lauren. Uh, had a uh, amazing time of uh, our buddy Steve Sakai getting delivered to the wedding via Papa John's Pizza. And... Uh, Ended up kind of just palling around uh, out east for a little while. My uh, anniversary was right after the wedding, so we just kind of camped around West Virginia. Went to a whole bunch of different uh, meaderies. Uh, <laughs> ended up, uh, I'm drinking right now the chai sparkling mead from Elemental Mead Co. Uh, highly recommend if you can get it. Uh, and yeah, just kind of been hanging out, relaxing. I uh, just got back to work uh, yesterday and getting back into the groove of it. How about you, man? What have you been up to? Lots of movie screenings with the fiance. I went and saw Jaws and IMAX, and then I saw Gaspar Noe's film Vortex at a cinema called Row House here in Pittsburgh. Both awesome experiences, and I'm pretty hyped for uh, Vortex to get a physical release because that movie was just something else, but that's not for this show. Uh, doing lots of comic book stuff, which... Uh, of course, you know better than anyone, Kim. Mm -hmm. But uh, just keeping things moving, you know, that ever-forward mindset, keeping Project Louder moving and uh, keeping my comic books uh, going. It's just that progress and uh, keeping that moving. But yeah, I am excited to talk about today's episode. And today's episode is titled For Crying Out Loud, <laughs> Episode 5 of Power Rangers Zio. If you want to pull it up on the YouTubes, listeners out there can find that on the Power Rangers official channel, Season 4, Episode 5. You guys want to pull that up? Uh, Cameron, you got that ready? I am ready and set. Okay, so Cam, start us off. Alrighty, here we go. Three, two, one. Morphin time. We were talking prior to the show about possibly doing O-Ranger here. Not in, uh, not too long, so... Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those, it was one of the first Sentai that I kind of tried to watch when I first started finding fan subs around, mm -hmm. and I, I never watched the whole series, but I just, I love the aesthetic so much. I, I've loved it since Zio, and like, yeah, I'm excited to dive into that because it's, obviously it's all of the best parts of Zio. Yes. And, and then some. And I'm sure some parts that are Power Ranger worthy. Well, for sure. 
Ernie's Juice Bar. Look at that ketchup. Been using the outdoor set all season, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Wonder if that burger was real. I would be a little surprised. If it is real, it's probably been, you know, sitting there all day. See, that'd be what, that's what they need to bring to Power Morphicon. Balkan Skull's motorcycle. Yeah. That'd be the prop. Oh, you know those guys would just rip donuts in the parking lot still. They'd go right <laughs> back into it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh. and I think we established last episode that Goldar and Rito are still at their house yeah they're just like hanging out in the garage yeah while we get this shenanigans granted this is top quality shenanigans always <laughs> 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 I love the idea of uh, putting up a clothesline right over a bunch of puddles next to cattle. Yes. Not even cattle, llamas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Projectile cattle. Oh my god, I just realized that it says catsup and not ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I wonder where where these are going to come together. Perks of having the outdoor set, you can crash stuff on it. So this is the outside of what we you saw before? Yeah. So like the, okay. the gym is inside and this is like the patio. Inside. Okay. Okay. Did we see this in Mighty Morphin, the patio area? I don't think so. I was trying to remember if it came in last season or if it's new this Yeah. One of the two, because it's not from the earlier stuff. Whoa, slightly off kilter. Establishing shot. Nice. Something I never understood is the communicators. Why are all of them green colored and not just have colors to match them there's ranger colors yeah foreshadowing <laughs> I think this is the first mention of the two of them being a couple Tanya's uh, coloring is much more subtle than everybody else's for their rain yeah. colors of her dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, that are every child. <laughs> you know, I remember health class giving us real children. No, we had a we had a plastic baby with a scream box inside. <laughs> Uh 
That was an angry poo. <laughs> I love the the not quite sped up footage of everyone leaving. John Young Bausch is off to do some voice work for some anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up, Sprocket. <laughs> What what an idea. What a mental midget. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> Fuck this dialogue is premium. Mm-hmm. They really got the the villain bickering down. Yes. <laughs> is he in someone else's home? He absolutely is. Catherine's family's friends. Such a weird... What the fuck? Set up. Oldergeist. Oh, Jesus. That's terrifying as fuck. Yeah. I don't like any part of that. Yeah. This is I like on. I need to see this in O Ranger. This has to be some dark baby stealing shit in O Ranger. Right. <laughs> some yokai stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with Skull? <laughs> looks like he just. <laughs> he's, a little, he's a little zonked. A little bit. He's having a good day. <laughs> 90s hell of a time <laughs> I feel like the two of them definitely had the most fun on set in every season would have to everyone here is having a good time but the guy in the back there uh, <laughs> yeah That is some earth-shattering cries, people. Surely it's not the first time they've had an earthquake. No. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> That's some real uh, Star Trek. I if, uh... The ship is moving. After the after the first episode, if if Billy just gave Rocky his clothes, <laughs> he's just hey man, I got neutral colors now. Yeah, <laughs> all this blue, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, thank God, I can wear neutral. Oh. 
Oh my god! Why? Every time. We either morph in the library or we fucking teleport out of one. Can we stop doing this in public? Can we at least try to hide this now? I like Billy having the the white right? teleporter uh, color. I wonder if that was ever uh That feels like that would have been like a pre-old ranger anticipating yeah. him getting a, a ranger color. A little tease. Yeah. Those are the exact same earmuffs that my dad has in his wood shop. <laughs> they definitely just grabbed those off of a hardware. Billy store. made those. What Shelf. are you talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Well, There's my dad got some connections. <laughs> It's thoroughly on the chart. Gotta love the shot of all the uh, suits behind him. Mm. Gotta mention every time it, they show it, too damn cool. On all the all the like active lights in the walls and the piping. It's a really good set design. This that should be normalized for folks' homes. Yes. Yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's uh the He definitely steals babies from oh, the, the other one. The boohoo monster. Mm, okay. I like the superimposed footage behind Billy, that's fun. Yeah. That's how JDF comes into Comic Cons as well. That yeah, same way. Slightly glides in. Yes, morphing sequence! Ah, oh, that goes Zio in the background. Beautiful. It's amazing. A cat running off with the kid. That stroller. <laughs> Definitely taken from an episode where babies were getting stolen. Yep. Wait, no, Alpha wouldn't have been there, right? Uh... Okay, now we're in O-Ranger footage. Yes, so, yeah, now we are. So that the other one was American, now we're in O-Ranger, yeah. Yep. So if we see a basic... Slight resolution. <laughs> yeah. Film to... Or uh, the slightly older film, you know. Yep. They almost said film to digital, but that hadn't happened yet. Couple years shy. Yep. Alpha should definitely have some better defenses than that. <laughs> That's worse. Fuck, shipping that suit over here would have been hell. Oh, yeah. No, that shot had to have been from, this, from the Sentai. Alpha wasn't in that one. Yeah, there's definitely some baby stealing in the Sentai footage. I, I'm, I'm I might look it up now. <laughs> you know, I just pulled up his uh, his wiki because I was like, I've got to see what he's yeah, what episode he's or what uh, B fighter he's coming from. 
let us know. <laughs> there were some things someone could have done. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> this is all O-Ranger footage of them putting a baby carriage on top of an industrial plant. It's quality stuff. Yeah, oh, he, the kid's having a great time, though. That was some nice clip art. <laughs> See, I was questioning why... Uh... And some of the foot, like why the baby was Asian. And then I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it's to Set match type footage. footage. Yep. Yep. But props to Aim Saban for having proper diversity. Yes. <laughs> Especially in Angel Grove. <laughs> Wasn't the farmer Asian too? I think so. Well, yeah, that's probably their stunt team. Ah, that makes sense. I imagine that's uh, Michi Yamato and a few of those guys. Yeah, that's the cool stuff. Oh, that song! Yeah, this is a new one. Fuck! This season is cool! They really should have just released albums of just the songs from the season. Agreed. This is ass-kicking music. Mm -hmm. I know Ron uh, Wasserman has done revamps of a lot of the songs that he composed for these. If he did a reimagined album, albums, that'd be... Yeah. Do live performances. We'll go. I know I've always thought it would be cool for him to have like a a band or something at Paramorphicon. For damn sure. Are they in monster outfits when they play though? Ooh. That's like, uh, have you seen a um Cybertronic Spree? I have not. They're a, a band that they started off doing uh Yep, they like got popular doing the Transformers, <laughs> song, the covers of the songs from the uh, Transformers movie, the original. Oh, no shit. And they all dress up like Transformers. That's rad. It's like uh, that Empire, the Galactic Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Fight choreography in these industrial parks is always fun to me. A lot of like parkour type stuff you can do. Is he supposed to be Scottish, like a Scottish robot? Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh my God. These dads just. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was great. What? What the fuck? Oh, he just—he could just teleport anything he wants. Yeah, at any point, he didn't need okay. to jump off the building to save him. He could have just let him know on the communicator. That would have been helpful. We needed to show that footage, though. Quadra fighters. 
Ooh, now we're shot him from the ground. That's cool. Have we seen these zeal lasers before? Uh, not combined, I don't think. No. These are like both of their hand weapons combined. Now we're going. There we go. Mm -hmm. They didn't all don't have Zuggos, right? They yeah, one of their one of their hand one of their like regular sidearms is a is a sword and one's a blaster. Ah. And they combine to be that big laser. That's right. And then they each have their individual weapons, but I don't think they really made a big deal about any of their weapons so far. No, not really. Ooh, here we go. Still wish we would get the gantry. Oh, dude. So I was previewing some footage from uh, O-Ranger versus Kaku Ranger today. Uh-huh. And the uh, Zord footage in that is insane. Oh, I'm sure. Just insane. Cinematic Zord footage is just... Ugh. It's mint. Those terminal heads are lifted. Still love the big chunky Zord. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Jesus. Oh, God. Bottle grenades? Oh, little lightsaber reflections. Yeah. <laughs> they got the music queued up. Yep. Though the pyramid in the background's badass every time. Same goddamn footage. <laughs> I want to know what actors in <laughs> the little one. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it has like clown shoes. Whenever we did that wide shot, I, I yeah. Oh, uh, walking around in that must have been hell. Is this a teacher? I. Yep. Apparently. Foreshadowing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, a teenage couple. Okay. I guess maybe they're not an official couple. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if I'm I was excited, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have those two people babysit my kids, but hey, you never know. <laughs> yes. Balkan skull finish. Oh, no, we're getting the uh, montage. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's quality of all the animals to film with chickens 
have to be some of the easiest. So that concludes episode five of Power Rangers Zio. So that episode was directed by Robert Radler, cinematographer Ian Rosenberg, and writers Al Winchell. I believe Ian, is that Ian? Yeah. Has done most of the episodes to this point, if I'm correct. New director this time. Yeah. Direction felt a little bit different. There was a a slight noticeable change. Um, The writer, I think we've seen a couple times now, and that kind of, that makes sense. Um, A couple things real quick that I found in my wiki search. Okay. Uh, So, uh, Boohoo the Clown, the the monster for this week. Ah. Um, Back in early 2003, shortly after the series changed hands from Saban Entertainment to Disney, so right around the time of uh, Wild Force switching over to um, Ninja Storm. Mm. The the first full Disney season was Ninja Storm. Um, Some of the monster costumes, including Boohoo, were auctioned off by ABC Auctions, and Boohoo the Clown sold for $285, which is crazy cheap for even an unknown and unwanted tokusuit monster. Yeah. Like, that is... And it's like... uh, I'll send you this link, but it is, it is the full suit. Like it is the, it's missing a few pieces visibly, but it, excuse me, it has the, uh, uh, tambourine weapon thing. Yeah. Like it's there. So I don't know. 285 is just. That's like, a fucking steal, man. Yeah. And like, I know a few folks who have, uh, kind of collected random, uh, you know, when you see a, a, a monster suit like that go for sale and it's an affordable price it's it's even if it's not a monster that you specifically like it's honestly like kind of a smart thing to just snag if you can uh but like hot damn under 300 i'm sure shipping and anything like that was just a giant pain but that's crazy surprising to me um the the japanese counterpart the o-ranger counterpart for this monster was bara baby Mm. uh which Every uh, every monster from from B Fighter was Bara something. It's a baby themed machine beast of the Machine Empire, Baranoia, which is the full name of the enemies over there. Um, it was sent by Bacchus Wrath, which I think is the big bad. And, and uh, uh, he it, reappears. It, yes, yeah, he's back in what episode twenty three. Uh, the it came from Angel Grove special. Yeah, the Halloween. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You don't see a lot of monsters come back. No. Uh, except for like maybe you know finales or something when they bring yeah. a bunch back. Um, but I, I guess the uh, the plot of Bara Baby was to make humans hate babies, thus ensuring the end of the human race. <laughs> that's that's one way to pull it off is to uh, yeah. I guess that's the that's that's the long con. <laughs> yes. So this episode was definitely special. We it started with a really awesome comedy sketch with Vulcan Skull, and then went right into baby stealing. And it kind of focuses on that, and we don't really see Vulcan Skull again, uh, which was interesting to see. Well, to have things start off like that, mm-hmm. uh, especially with that whole run through the uh, oh, through the farm and everything. Yes, the farm and then getting the the cowboy stuck on the on the front. It was yeah, it was it was it's an interesting opening. But then we transitioned to uh, once again the Rangers fucking teleporting out of the library like no big deal, and nobody notices even though it's it's right there. Uh, yeah, Falcon School literally had just let them into the room. Mm-hmm. Like I. Those are, I, that's almost like an every episode or every other episode occurrence, I feel like. And like, it's, it's not even a matter of like, they're over, overlooking it. It's just, they just don't even yeah. worry about it. This is the way it's going to work. We're going to have the teleport whenever they need to. And, and like, to the, to the point where they're even having it like, oh yeah, we just teleported the baby to the command center. So. And the baby is part of a project, but also one of Kat's family's friends, kids. 
Yes, because it's not... I was thinking that the school had, like, assigned them... Like, the assignment was take care of this actual human baby. Yeah. And that was weird to me. But I guess the assignment was just to write a report about raising a family. And she took the initiative mm. to ask to babysit their friend, this family friend's child. Um, Which ended up causing more problems than it did good in the long run because it got stolen by a fucking clown robot. So... Yeah, I, I, you know, if you were a, a superhero constantly uh, running into trouble that regularly impacts your daily life uh, at school and home and everything else, I don't know if I would start involving other people's children oh, no. in anything I did ever. <laughs> That's one of those, like, there's a reason you have a secret identity and that you don't, you know, you don't see a lot of the Rangers having relationships or even, like, regular friendships outside of their five or six teammates, uh, you know, except for... Um, but Tanya every now and then. Um, but uh, I don't know. It was the monster for this episode is going to stick in my head for better or worse. Um, but other than that, like the 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 fight at the kind of industrial park, I'm sure it's a set that we're going to see a thousand times because it's yeah. one that's easy to match to Sentai footage because you just go to any industrial park and they've got scaffolding and stairways and, and you know, pipe works and everything that make it real easy to match footage. Uh, I just, I love that stuff, man. Like the, yeah. the fight choreography of like flipping over handrails and like jumping down staircases, jumping off of the whole building and catching. And they know how to edit a fight. Yeah. Yeah, like it just works really well. I I don't know if it's just like I feel like whenever I think about like Mighty Morphin up to season three, I feel like myself and most people have nostalgia goggles in terms of like how good the choreography was and the show in general. I but I feel like the fight choreography has been pretty good this season. They've definitely honed their craft at this point. Like yeah, this is prime Ranger stuff. Like the, like we mentioned earlier with the music, it, it, there we're getting original compositions for fight sequences here. And like like I said earlier with the editing, it's just it's it's premium stuff, and it's definitely prevalent here. Like in that uh, that fight sequence we saw in that industrial area, we have seen a lot of industrial type settings, especially with like uh, what was it the uh, trash yard uh, mm. prior to this, uh, and then of course this, and then the exterior of the juice bar here as well. And it, it's one of those things with I know if you go to Power Morphicon in California. Um, they, I don't know if they do it anymore. They, uh, for a few years, they would do a um, kind of like a almost a bus tour. Um, I don't know if they actually got a bus or they just kind of caravan folks around, but they you would pop around to the various film locations because um, there's like the you know the school that they used for Angel Grove mm -hmm. High School. Uh, there's the the various parks that they shot in. Of course, there's the I think it's a, a church or some kind of a, a religious building. I think or or uh, maybe a synagogue or something like that. That the 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 the, the command center building is mm -hmm. the actual physical the real building, not the you know the prop we see in photos. The facade. Yeah. Uh, the map painting that they throw in sometimes. Uh, and a few other and a lot of those places. It's kind of neat because they'll. On the tour, they will show like, okay, so there's this location, there's like this bridge or this building in Japan, and they film here, and it just so happened, like they found this bridge or building in, you know, Pasadena that is pretty close, and if you shoot from this angle on this side street, they look the same, and you can, you can match these areas and make it work for the most part and that's kind of a cool thing i've i've helped a few folks around kansas city uh look for like uh, scout locations for commercials and a couple little things like that music videos mostly 
of just like, what's an alleyway that you can shoot in that we can either get permission or that no one will ever bug you in, things like that. Yeah. It would be so fun to be given like some footage or still shots of a place in a whole different country. You're like, match this as best you can in the city that you're in. It's like just a scavenger hunt of location scouting. I, I think I saw a statistic today that said something like uh, Bronson Cave was used like in 20 episodes of Mighty Morphin. Oh, is that um is that the Batcave yeah. entrance from, yeah. It's getting used a lot more recently, but it, it wasn't used for a, a large period of time there. Yeah. But yes, that it was, was the Batcave entrance. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the, so at the, the- It's actually funny because the uh, entrance that was used for the Batcave is called the West Portal. So it's ah. officially the Adam West Portal. Perfect. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, I, I had uh, the one time I met Austin St. John, uh, uh, who played Jason. Uh, the one time I met him and had him autograph, I, I have a um, uh, scrapbook that came out mm. in 93 uh, that has all, all the Ranger stuff in it. Pre-Green Ranger, ha- barely has, well, has like two pictures of Tommy and doesn't name him in it. That like came out before the show had aired. And uh, it has a photo of Jason and Goldar battling in a cave. Yeah. And uh, I remember like Austin St. John like knew exactly what episode it was. And he was like, oh yeah, like we were, we hung out in that cave all the time. And like, it, this That's was from it you know, you know, fight for the crystal or whatever the hell the episode was called. And it's like, yeah, it's that cave. And yeah. We see it a shit ton <laughs> all the way through the whole Saban era until, yeah. until wild force. A lot of those B movie, like giant boa versus crocodile type shit. I uses mm-hmm. that location now because it's there and it's, and they, they they're self-aware of what this location has been used for in the past. Yeah. But anyway, back to power range of locations. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so we've been talking like all episode about this monster this week because he is absolutely absurd. Uh, This boohoo guy uh, steals babies uh, Mm -hmm. and is named after their crimes. That's fucked up. And it's like, it's not to to have like a clown monster that kidnaps babies is that's like 90% of people's nightmares anyway, right? Like that's already hitting a bunch of, of ticks on anybody's like, if you could think the scariest shit that could happen, okay like robot clown monster that kidnaps babies it's gonna be pretty high on the list yeah but then it's like they really just went for it with the design like the head pops open a little bit spins around and has like mechanical jaws inside it's Shoot got stuff like, out of it yeah like it's got like you know pipe works coming out the back it's got a like a baton and a like a spike tambourine weapon yep like they it's it shaped uh very it's a speaker yeah he's got a like a, a speaker and a dial mm-hmm. you know he, he can crank the baby screen to 11 they really had to sell you that he's a part robot as well yes i feel like that's something we're going to see in a lot of the episodes where they have like being a robot isn't really intrinsic to the theme of yeah. the monster and they have to throw in something to remind you that it's the machine empire yeah and that he's you know an, autom- an automaton of some kind um he was put together with nuts and bolts from the the evil empire in the sky type thing yeah yeah it's very it's interesting to see that they, the monster is what, like they had to summon a monster to amplify the baby screaming. And this only comes at, because uh, What's His Nuts was observing the rangers doing nothing. Yep. Yeah. And it's, that's a very Lord Zed thing. It is. Like in my mind, it's it's such a like. Because he's obsessed with beating them. Like why would they be that, to that stage yet? And it's only episode five. Like, Zed's been dealing this for forever, like, at this point. And he's just like, oh, it's another day. And he's just, like, constantly thinking about it. Like, the Riddler would think about attacking the Batman. 
Mm-hmm. Like this is just like, oh, what's he fuck? What's he doing? Oh, there's a baby. Oh, the, the baby's cries annoys them. What if we did this? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, it it definitely feels more of a forced connection between the yes. the a, a plot and the B plot. You know, the 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 civilian plot and the ranger plot than previous it, it episodes. Is a reason to have the baby in the industrial park. Yeah. They needed a reason to have Boohoo here. It's and I, I it was half assed. It's not as good as other episodes that we've done. I I agree. I, I think there's there's ways you could have done it. The you know, the easy way out is to have one of the Rangers have a baby sibling. Yes. And but they're out is, as civilians and they we get, don't have any Asian Rangers this season. Johnny Young Bosch. I'll you're right. You're right. I don't know how much they address that Adam Park yeah. is uh, is Asian American, but but he is, you know, he's Asian American. They just don't really lean into it um, very much. Uh, Hell, yeah, they, I mean, they, 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 they could just, just say it was an adopted just, kid for yeah. anything. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So that's. I guess that you're right. That could have been a much easier route than you just. My, you know, you have him hanging out in the park, and you're yeah. like, yeah, you know, I just, I decided to take my, you know, my, my brother out, out for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just not. And and cogs pop project. up and 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 kidnap the baby and. Put it somewhere really something high. Like that. Yeah. And they have the- Oh, and we have to talk about something that we addressed when we were doing the watch through. The fact that Billy teleports the baby out of the carriage before it lands and doesn't bother to tell Tommy at any point after he jumps off of the fucking building to save it. Like jumps off like, like no fall damage. Falls, no. you know, three, four stories down, catching the, the baby carriage and looks in and there's no baby. And Billy's like, Oh, yeah, I uh I I, 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 I got you. He's gonna hang out with me. This is fine. This is a thing I can do now. It doesn't have to have a communicator on. Yep. Like, I don't know. It would have been kind of cool if they, like, put the communicator in the... It was a beam me up Scotty shit. Yeah. 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 But no, apparently they can teleport just anyone or maybe anything from anywhere to anywhere, which not a thing I remember ever coming up before. And definitely not this season so far. Mm -hmm. But... It's cool to know. Uh, weird way to establish it, but and I think something I, else uh, we mentioned was the fact that we did not see Goldar and Rito, so they're still just assumed to be sitting in a garage waiting. Yep, and we only saw them briefly last episode, right? Just in like one scene. In the- I want to say that it was just briefly. Yeah, because it was I think it was two episodes ago when they were in the maid outfits. Maybe that was two. Yeah. Maybe that was three episodes. Yeah, wow. I'm getting lost now. <laughs> I, think it was, I think the episode that Ryan was on. I think episode three. Uh, we got to see them actually doing some antics. Um, and then, yeah, we didn't, we barely saw them with John and they didn't show up at all this week. And I, I know that's because they start phasing it out. It's the way they do. It takes a while for it to happen to Bulk and Skull, but it happens to them too eventually where they eventually start phasing out the comedic character, the, you know, the, the slapstick comedy characters. And I, I really don't know what the, what the like point of keeping Rito and Goldar is if you're going to have them and Bulk and Skull, but then not have them appearing in every episode or every other episode, mm-hmm. I I guess it's just to have some holdover of the previous villains so that there's that connection for the that, like familiarity for the kids. I guess it makes sense for the first few episodes, but I would I would bet it gets to the point where we're seeing them maybe every five or six episodes. So the dude who voices Boohoo mm-hmm. is the tar monster from Scooby-Doo 2. The live action movie? Yes. Oh. <laughs> from 2000. Are those like his two credits? No, he, he actually has a fuck ton of credits. He's okay. voiced most of your video games. Like okay. Most I, like the popular games out there. I wondered about that. I was I was going to say, if those are his two credits. Uh, he was oh, the Con- Andy okay. Glob and Tar Monster. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. 
but he's done voice work like insane. When I say all the video games, I mean all the video games. Everything from Call of Duty to World of Warcraft, this guy's done. And he's yeah. stayed busy pretty fucking consistently since this. Like, yeah. what, Fire Emblem Warriors was his last video game that came out this year. And he worked on the Ultraman show as an English version of the voices for the bad guys there, so. Okay. And yeah, he was, uh, I knew the name sounded familiar. He was the first voice actor for Mums in Beetleborgs. Really? Then he was, he was Grenade Guy and Super Grenade Guy. Uh, okay. And then in Metallics, he was Roboborg, the, the big mech. Oh, okay. So, we go. yeah, I knew that when I saw that name, I knew it sounded familiar. And uh, yeah, so he, he just, he, voice actors, I know they just, Saban had like a handful of them. They just threw at everything that they did. Mm -hmm. So he's got credits, you know, out the wazoo. He's done a lot of the college duty games yeah yeah it looks like he's done like all the big ones uh diablo That's, 3 as well wow you know, these shows were a huge segue into voice acting for folks like i know we were talking about Jones yeah he's uh and like he's the obvious one hunter hunter okay yeah he does he's, so he's, he's doing like active big stuff yeah <laughs> like her, like can, like current big stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, good for him. That that's cool to see somebody from this be super duper active still. Yeah, that's one of those. Uh, I I saw on uh, uh, Twitter some folks were talking about a, a a kind of a fun thing to do when you meet a celebrity is to bring up their most like niche thing that they yes. worked on, which I end up doing anyway because that's like usually the thing that I want to talk to somebody about. But it that's. Like, uh, when I saw Larry Thomas, the soup Nazi from Seinfeld was announced, mm -hmm. I have two of his early films uh, where he's like a killer, like they're like slasher movies. Yeah. And it's, I, I just want to see him, meet him and see him and be like, here, sign these. I don't, I'm not here for the soup Nazi. <laughs> that's, I hope that's what you're getting at. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's, that's such a fun thing to do. And like we, uh, my wife and I are going up to uh, TFCon in Chicago soon, the Transformers mm -hmm. convention up there. And they've got, you know, Peter Cullen, the original voice of Optimus Prime. Yes. And a handful of the other original voice actors. And it's like, they've done some like crazy stuff, right? Like they've been on so many shows that voice so many characters yeah. from the, the 70s and up. And like, I know that there's some weird thing that like Peter Cullen or someone has been in that I could pull. I'm sure I've got a, you know, a DVD around or a yeah. VHS that I could pull and just be like, will you sign this? Will you take a picture of me with this, <laughs> with this, you know, anything that's not Transformers. They're just going to get a kick out of. And it's the same with, you know, I feel like if you met uh, Michael Sorich and you were like, you know, when you voiced, when you voiced uh, Boo Hoo the Clown, <laughs> that just blew me away. Like he, I, he probably doesn't even remember. No. <laughs> He'd be like, oh God, I sat in, I did like 50 monster voices in one day and called it yeah. a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like, I saw Dana Ashbrook uh, for like a Twin Peaks con and I was like, I, I love this talk to him about girlfriend from hell like not even twin peaks like mm -hmm. one of his early films that is just super absurd and nobody ever talks about like that those are the ones that you wanted to talk about but anyway yeah back to rangers this week's story we, we've already talked about it it's it's bonkers and it's half-assed but it's it's unique as hell because of the baby thing <laughs> Any additional thoughts on Story Camp? No, I think this was, uh, it, there's kind of a, uh, a baby in danger episode in, in uh, most seasons, I think. So um, hopefully this is this is our our notch on, yes. uh, on the list for uh, 
for this season, and uh, we don't have too many more uh, of that. Um, I know that the you know the three uh, replacements for the original three, uh, the yellow, red, and, and black ranger, that was how they were introduced: was saving a baby in a carrot in a, uh-huh. in a stroller. So a little bit. I don't. I mean, they never made any callbacks to that, but it would have been kind of fun if you saw uh, you know Adam or. Uh, Rocky running and, and saving that because that's how the uh, um, the Stone Canyon crew were were introduced. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I you know I said the monster was I'm gonna remember the monster, but it's not really up there in my like favorability. <laughs> like, yeah, like it, it, we always it, rank it of like well. Cal shooting machine gun Goldar. Where does this fucking rank amongst those? Yeah, like, he's 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 cool, but he's not like the Cal shooting the machine gun. Yeah. Well, and like, and, he, and he's definitely not Jet Robot. That's also a video game monster. That's also yes. a pile of trash. Like, I don't know. He's not, he's not beaten that yet. Yeah. Yeah. That was like arguably the coolest concept so yeah. far. There's a reason he sold for under $300. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're worth. So yeah. let's rate this episode for what it's worth. Cam, out of five. <sighs> What do you got? Uh, I think it's the max I can give it as a two. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5. That's fair. So that is 2.25 out of yep. five for episode five of Power Rangers Zio titled For Crying Out Loud. And for crying out loud, I hope things get better with the next one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like we mentioned uh, during the watch that we talked about doing some Little Ranger stuff in the future, and we will definitely be doing some of the specials like we mentioned uh, with it came from Angel Grove, but that's future stuff, so stay tuned for that. This was a doozy of an episode. It was a pleasure talking about it. Thanks for joining me on this episode, Cam, and thanks for listening out there, everyone. Thank you, everybody, and we will see you next time. Visit projectlotter.net, your source for pop culture, and so much more! Good night. <laughs>